Hello. Hello. Can you see us? Hi. Can you have some tequila now? Yes. <laughs> yes. I want tequila. I want tequila. <laughs> want that? Want yeah. Want yes. <laughs> She's lying to me, Milo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's so funny? Because my aunt asked me, "Oh, if you don't have online classes tomorrow, you want to drink?" No, that's a party. Now you're just bragging. <laughs> <laughs> All I have is like two cans of Summer's Bee at home. Actually, that's a lie. Are we gonna do that the, the FaceTime um, getting lit thing one day? Um, yes. Honestly, I wish Let's I would've tomorrow. planned that before because when I was spiraling. <laughs> when were you spiraling, girl? I finally realized why people uh, why LCBO and like the beer store is still left open and why it's technically considered essential. Addiction. Yeah. Withdrawal is a bitch. And like and they it, can't afford to have people having alcohol withdrawals right now, right? And that people can also die from withdrawals if they're depending on it. Depending. Yeah. I mean it depends on what they're withdrawing. But they also have depending. like a high role on our economic uh, honest economically, right? That's also true. It's a big market. And it's like run by the government, too. Mm. I think the factor of it is because it's run by your government. Are you taping yeah. us? Yes. Hmm. Welcome to Podcast Hi, by the Fall. <laughs> yeah, we can't start adding sound effects like lightning crack. <laughs> we can begin if you guys want. Honestly, I, I'll, you're just, you're just going to hear me saying, What did I do? I'm, oh, it's already said one. Anyway. Whoa, how did you get to your living room? That was so weird. What? Yeah, when did you go down the stairs? Just That's now. where she was with her mom. Yeah, 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 but then she's like teleporting. I don't know she No, was. she was in her room just now. Oh, no, she'll now I'm walking up the stairs. I gotta say, though, the key My dad says hello to everybody. Is different. Hello. Hi, Kimberly and Sarah. Hello. They all said hi to you. You want to say hi to them? <laughs> He's shy, but he says hello. Your mom was so cute when she just like pulled out all the bottles. Just exactly what my mom would do, honestly. <laughs> oh, the, my dad said to tell you guys. He said, "Um, stay safe." And oh, thank you. Don't worry, we're not leaving the house. We're not yeah. leaving until the government says it's safe. Yeah. Unless like, we're going for grocery shopping or something. <laughs> yeah, he, he said make sure I tell you guys like, to stay safe and take care and all of those stuff. So sweet. Yeah. Okay, that is why I'm canceling my flight to stay safe. And also to stay away from my parents. My aunt was like, hey, if you want to stay, you can stay. If you don't, if you, if you leave, um, it'll be boring. <laughs> no, but honestly, like, if it's safer, yeah, COVID, it's like good safer reason to do that. And this, and she straight up was like, "Yeah, like it'll be lonely. What's gonna Aww. happen with me and your uncle? We're just gonna stare at each other." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "All right." That's the married life. Yeah, you know, rates of divorce are going up because of this. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to divorce and we're going to have a, the quarantine. But this is like one of the things where it's like you go to like marriage lessons and it's like, could you guys be locked in a room for 24 hours together? And then you think like that's so unrealistic though. When would we not, you know, when would yeah. we not be able to leave? Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you, if you feel like you wouldn't be okay during like 24 hours, then what are you doing spending the rest of your life together, you know? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Anyway, are we gonna start to go stories? Mm. Fucking Chris. All think, right. All right, because she's Who's like typing. Angela. Hey. I'm waiting until we're starting. This yeah. is it. I'm ready to start. 
start. Let's go. We have been started. We, yeah, we have. Like, Chris has pressed the record button. It's been recording for at least five to seven minutes at this point. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Kim is, like, shook. I don't know if she's Mom. frozen. Kim's frozen. <laughs> Kim's frozen. Picture will be the death of me, I swear. I think the one thing I see before I die. That's what I want buried in my name. Oh, oh. She left. She came back. <laughs> Everyone, we were all like, <gasps> the at real the same time. time. That is the we best picture like, out there. Don't even like. <laughs> I want to do a picture. I can hear her, but I don't see her. Is she a ghost, Kim? It is, well, it is personal stories, is it not? Yeah. It doesn't have to be personal, but it is like spooky stories, like campfire stories. Okay. Let's gather around the campfire and sing our campfire And sing our campfire song. I sing a campfire song. song. Okay, Chris, are we starting? Because, you know, in times like this, people might need a reason to stay indoors, and what better than making them afraid of everything that's out there? Yeah. Amen, sister. Actually, the majority of my stories do take place indoors, though. So. Oh, that's. Totally I really am going to want to leave my house. No, because if your house is safe, then it's safe. Like, if it's not, then. Why do you need to buy sage to save this fucking Hello? Hi. Hello. Oh, Hello. Oh, it, got, it, got, it got quiet all of a sudden. Are we ready to go? Yeah. yeah, we've been ready, bro. I, I don't know how to start. Chris, like, <laughs> all right, everybody. Um, wait, wait, wait. Um, Three, let's all... two, one. You may begin. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Podcast by Default. Here with me today are <laughs> Julia, Kimberly. Okay, Kimberly. <laughs> and I. <laughs> okay, who the hell is I? Do we have a new cast member? Hi, oh my gosh, jeez. Like, they don't know my emotions. And I <laughs> and me. Me, myself, and I. That's it. <laughs> Everyone else at home. <laughs> and today's topic is uh, kind of on the spooky side, if you know what I mean. With Talking spooky about spooky stories. Some of them personal. Or at least and it happened to we know. Some we found online. And some are based on old legends. We're I'm not going to sleep tonight. Right now it's like 11 o'clock. I'm pretty sure that we're going to stay up with each other to try and go to bed I am, properly. Oh, definitely. I mean, 100%. If y'all need me, I'll stay online, but, like, I can just, like, watch Sonic and I'll be fine. <laughs> That's true. I, too, have... I'll go watch some Drag Race. I'm, I'm honestly down to stay up with you guys. That's a good one. I'm down to stay up with you guys. I always stay up anyway, so... Yeah, I'm probably gonna That's be up until in the morning, whether or not... So... My bedroom's not until 3 a.m. My so... internal clock is completely off. I used to be working up, waking up at 6 a.m. Not anymore. That's bedtime now. Side note. Okay, so you guys know the thing about three o'clock being witching hour, right? That's why we're not doing it at three o'clock. We're doing it at eleven. Yeah, but like for me, I don't know. I don't know if you guys feel this, but like if I'm gonna sleep, if I'm gonna fall asleep and it's like two in the morning, I'm gonna try to fall asleep before three. And if I don't fall asleep by three, I'm just gonna stay up. A lot of four. Yeah, yeah. Cause like I I can't sleep. You know I don't know. The thing I don't is, know why I'm like that. Witching mm -hmm. hour. What counts as witching hour? Because three o'clock is different in other in different parts of the world, right? Yeah. So like which is the real witching hour? Three o'clock. Whatever it is. So like so it's does not that universal. time zone open up? Yeah, I think so because I think it's like they're triggered by like the time itself. Mm. Because it's like certain numbers bring like different symbols and all that stuff, you know. But what if a, like mm -hmm. governments just decided to shift the time zone one over, then uh, witching hour wouldn't be witching hour anymore, because time is a man-made concept. 
Yeah, time is like technically man-made, which is why we shouldn't go into it because it's just gonna spiral <laughs> deeper and deeper. <laughs> Everything's a construct. <laughs> like, stop. Except Sorry. supernatural. Supernatural is not a construct because it's real. Spooky. Chris has just been waiting. You know, five times, at least five times, when we were just like talking, getting ready for this podcast, he said, Spooky. <laughs> it was at least 20 times. At least, and then he, he did his hand gestures. It's quite, it's actually quite interesting to watch. The Terror Twins are very excited for this episode. Uh, yes. Needless to say. Although, <laughs> we are terrified of this kind of stuff. It all, yeah. We're also yeah. very intrigued by it. I'm super, super scared. It's 11 11 right now, everyone. <gasps> it's, like it's 21 11, though. Or 20, 23 11. Oh, we just missed it. By okay. a couple of hours. <laughs> I already made my wish. We're good. Same. Same. All right. So, All right. What, so how are we going to even like do? How are we going to go about this? What shall we, you know, start with? What do you guys? How, how I want you to start because your story is like fresh off the, the the oven. Yeah, fresh out of the oven, the witch's oven, the All devil's right. microwave. Well, let me just Judas's crock pot. <laughs> so first of all, we kind of want. So okay, before we even go in, what are so, <laughs> the give the listeners? I said crock pot. And I said crock pot. <laughs> this is PG, everybody. <laughs> is it though? <laughs> On YouTube, we're uh, not safe for kids. It's not PG. Yeah, but no. The reason why it's not for kids is because then we wouldn't be able to do a lot of things. Or at the moment, something else like like half a <sighs> comment section. Yeah, or talk about scary stuff. Okay. Also, we've all sworn before, I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. So this is PG thirteen. <laughs> I'm kidding, but um, yeah. So okay, do you guys want to give the listeners a gist of like, okay, how what's gonna go down? What are we exactly gonna talk about? We already kind of went through it, but like, just so they know, so we can like transition so basically, in. Basically, you cut off a bit. Oh, disclaimer, everybody, just to let you know, again, this is yet another quarantine podcast. So Which we is are why it's again, being done at eleven and fifty. <laughs> yeah. It's another quarantine podcast. We all are in different locations. We're definitely just like using Discord, so there will be a little bit of cutoff as per usual. So we're quarantined in New Zealand today. If yeah. it's some sort of consolation, I am quarantined in a red room for Stephen King fan. <laughs> but um, red yeah, rum. red rum, red rum, red rum. They're talking to you, Julia. <laughs> I have a pink room, so I'm like your later sister at this point. <laughs> All right, guys. So, who wants to get started with these campfire stories? So, do you want us? Do you want me to start? Yeah, I really yeah. do. I'm really excited. I really want to hear I your story. Hear okay, so this is gonna be a little. I don't. I, I don't want to make it too long, but I'm gonna make sure make I'm it long. Love. Okay. Is this is this good? Can everybody hear me? Yes. yes. So it was okay. a dark and stormy night. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I kind of want to go in what the legend is first. So, <laughs> so mine comes from. So if you guys didn't know, I'm Guyanese, and I obviously count as a Caribbean West Indian. So oh, I didn't know. Oh, I know, right? Before you learn about your friends. Only <laughs> <laughs> well, no, took me like what nine years. <laughs> uh, honestly, so basically. Caribbean people are very, very superstitious. They have a lot of like old myths, legends. They believe, you know, if you don't walk, if you stay out late at night and you don't walk in your house backwards, you're going to get what we like to, we call ghosts and demons and stuff, zombie and Guyanese. So if you don't walk in your house backwards, they, zombie going to follow you. But um, my parents don't really believe in all that kind of stuff because they're like, we're, we're also, they're also kind of religious too. So they're like, what? Why, why do I have to walk inside my house if I'm protected, right? So, like, all that mm. stuff. But regardless, we still have a bunch of legends and old myths. There is one. And if you Google search, you're more likely to find this name. It's called Sequoia. Um, but this legend has different names for different countries. So, like, Trinidad, Guadalupe, um, St. Lucia, and Dominica, they usually call it Sequoia. Um, Diana and Jamaica, I believe, calls it Old Hag or Old Hag or I don't know how you pronounce it. Not old hags, old egg. So we pronounce it like that. I'm gonna call it Sequoia because that's a cool name, or old hag, whatever you want to call it. Um, but basically, it is a. This is from Wikipedia, everybody. 
It is a shape-shifting Caribbean folklore folklore character who appears as a old woman by day, and by night she strips off her skin and she pulls it. She puts it in a motar, and in her true form, she becomes a fireball that flies across the sky in search of a victim. It's crazy. But now, sequoias suck people's blood from their arms, their legs, and soft parts while they sleep, leaving blue and black marks on the body in the morning. And if the sequoia draws too much blood, it's believed the person will either die or become like a slave or like not slave. It's they basically perish to the sequoia. <laughs> this, uh, they perish to the sequoia, and um for inter- eternity, I believe, leaving her killer to assume her skin. So okay, so wait, if they turn into fireballs when they go to seek out victims, what do they look like when they're like sucking the blood from their victims' arms? Invisible. Oh. I believe oh, something Lord. like that. Well, here's how I know. I could be wrong though. So if anybody's listening and I'm getting this wrong, just feel free to put your own knowledge into the comments. This is just me thing you to comment but this is to what my knowledge of it is um the sequoian practices black magic uh Oleg trades their victims blood and evil powers with basil and the demon who resides in the milk silk cotton tree that's what it says here i don't know but either cotton tree all that kind of stuff so basically she turns to like a fireball she flies throughout the sky she comes she sucks your blood it's almost like a vampire now um if you want to know like how to like find him i could probably tell you that but at the same time it's like i'm not trying to find this guy (laughs) so woman oh i'm not trying to find this lady (laughs) to to expose her one should keep rice around the house this is the caribbean of course we have rice rice i'm good (laughs) (laughs) um around the house or the village crossroads the creature will be obligated to gather every grain Grain and grain and grain. Well, I don't know whoever wrote this on Wikipedia is on crack. Either way, it's a whole thing. Believe it. So the belief is still prevalent in a lot of countries and islands and stuff like Guyana, Duh. Suriname, and other places, including Haiti and Trinidad. So they belong to a class, as what I just said, zombies. Zombies are ghosts, evil spirits, demons, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, so... That's kind of what a sequoia is. Imagine like a um, an old lady who strips of her skin in the daytime, she turns to a fireball, and she flies throughout the sky. Like that's kind of crazy, right? How big now, is the fireball? Well, I shall tell you. Ooh. Basically, some people say, "Oh yeah, that's kind of weird." It's just like an old folklore. Now the weirdest thing is, my father has seen it. Dun, dun, dun. I'm gonna explain. <laughs> right. So he has seen this fireball. So he told. He literally like told me like not too long ago. So like when I mean not too long, I mean like less than an hour ago. I was asking him about this. <laughs> so um, I went downstairs, and oh, can this thing stop making noise? Okay. So I went downstairs and I asked him about it, and he told me how when he was younger. Let me make sure. Kidding him. Okay. When he was younger, he basically was walking, I believe it was at night with some of his friends. Maybe they just finished work, I believe he said. And they were on a tractor. This is Guyana, you know, very country-like roads and whatever. And um, he was walking with his friends. And he told me which friends. I know some of his friends because like, I met them when I went back a few years ago. And he told me about how they were walking. And one guy said, watch over there that coconut tree. So I said, okay, what am I going to watch? He said... Give me one second. He said, watch the coconut tree and tell me what you're, like, you're going to see something. So my dad and his friends were like, boy, what do you mean we're going to see something? They look up and then they see a big red light. And they see the red light, this red flying, like, it's like a red ball, like a red ball of light, like this, like this big ass thing in the, in the coconut tree. And it flies from one side, one coconut tree to the other. And it keeps flying from different coconut trees. As an explanation, Kimberly has a red light in her hand. Okay. <laughs> I was slightly scared. I was like, why the hell is her red? I'm going to have a heart attack right now. <laughs> the first one's going to come get her. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I like blinked. <laughs> I see your face right I'm protected by Jesus. Uh-uh. We, we, I don't play with those demon <laughs> things. Amen, sister. Amen. Amen. And basically... I Jesus. And basically, <laughs> they saw this big, big, big red light. Like, when I told... When I asked them about... The Sokoyan or the Oleg, 
he basically told me like he literally looked at me and he's like i've seen it i've seen it before and he told me the big i'm talking about like this isn't like a tiny red light you could say it's like a firefly like we're talking about this is a big huge red ball in the sky it looks fiery and you're like what the hell is that thing it's it flew from one coconut tree to the other and the guy who told him to look up because he sees this thing all the time he says it's going for somebody but they don't know who and they never stay back long enough to see because obviously you're scared you see a big fire fireball in the sky bye bye like they're going and then one of my dad's friends were like you y'all better drive this damn tractor and go home take me home i'm scared and they did go home but the guy am i talking so loud i don't want my dad to walk and be like who are you tell the story to okay no, we're good. So, um, I told him I was going to tell you guys the story, but, like, I don't know if you believe me or not. But anyway, mm-hmm. so he was basically, like, he said that, you know, they were scared, but they never stay around long enough to see how far it travels. And nobody ever has the mind to follow it because, again, old legends. You see something red flying in the sky. You run the other way. You're like, Jesus, you got to help me right now. Jesus, so, take the wheel. We're not the only one. Yeah, they want to Jesus. really familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds really familiar to this uh, one Filipino story that I heard of. Um, I think that, okay. I know that the monster is called uh, Manananggal, which is like a direct translation of basically like the remover because it's kind of like, it's like this monster, like like a female, uses like a female witch. And then they like literally remove their upper torso from like their legs and they sprout like huge bat wings and they fly in the night looking for someone to like feed on so yeah they, i found that like the entire time they're telling the story i was like huh right sounds really familiar to something that i've heard before. like nobody's ever told me that before but like i mean i uh i heard about it when i was chills i love this kind of stuff they do scare me but like i love it i know right? The scariest Well, if you guys do remember, the one interesting part is that she, the way is the way she does attack. She sucks blood out of your skin, almost like a vampire, and it will leave blue and black marks on your skin, depending on where she's. So she, she sucks your neck. She gave you ass a hickey. <laughs> but um, it was, it, you know, it's like those types of things. Now, obviously, again, too much blood loss can kill you. So now here's the weirder part. My dad told me this this just now that was one occurrence like that he saw this thing flying this was before you know he married my mom years later because he moved to canada before he married my mom so he moved to canada then he went back to Guyana to marry to go, to go back and marry my mom right and he went back to Guyana. one morning he woke up and on his arm like we're talking about like his like like here his bicep area there was a huge blue <laughs> there was a huge blue and black mark there and what he said is they don't know what to think. His friends, of course, they're, you know, he's like, oh, yo, bro, you're getting married. So what did they say? They were like, oh, yo, your wife, your, your future wife gave that to you. They, my, da- my dad's friends were like, oh, yeah, she, he gave um, he gave, he gave gave her a hickey. And my dad's like, first of all, why there? That's what he just said. He's like, first of all, why there? Second of all, my mom is like, my mom literally said, how the hell can I give him a hickey that big? <laughs> Yeah, she's like, like I can't unhinge my jaw. <laughs> no, I mean, you know That's what they saw? Cool. You know what they saw too? After it got darker, teeth marks. Oh, oh my lord, te- teeth marks. So, so it's scary. My we mom can looks stop now. Okay, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, if we want to talk about, I also have a story with teeth marks. Can Ooh. I? Yes, you can. Oh, okay. Perfect segue. Girl, I'm sleeping tonight. Opening this all the doors. I've been to a relative of mine. Um, their house used to be super duper haunted. I don't know if it still is. Apparently, they got it blessed, but like, it, it depends on what and how many of what they had in there, you know? Because hmm. it's like a lot of. I could tell like a whole podcast full of just stories from that house. But, um,. In her room, it was, like, the most haunted at the time. And does anybody know what old hag syndrome is? Yeah. Yeah. We learned about it in class. So, what's the official name for it? Mm, I mean, there's not really an official diagnosis. No, not like a diagnosis. Yeah. Yeah. So, So basically what science says about it is... Oh, my God. I've had sleep paralysis before. 
so weird. Yeah, it's it's when you're about to wake up. It's typically it either happens when you're fall asleep or when you're about to wake up. Basically, you're you're dreaming, but like your eyes are open, but you're still kind of dreaming, you know. And then like your body, your body does this thing where like all your muscles, like when you sleep, when you dream, your muscles they go like you can't move. They're kind of like like you're frozen, basically paralyzed. So if you like kind of wake up and then you you're kind of dreaming a lot of people see like a dark figure in the room and what they say is that it's just because you're weak and you're all frozen but that's what they say so oh i open my eyes one i would not open them again i keep my eyes shut and like don't go back to sleep i am not awake that's happened mm. to me before see a lot of people have had it i don't know like they could both exist i call it old hag syndrome when i'm for sure thinking it's a ghost because mm -hmm. she used to get it all that all the time in that room specifically and and it like how do i explain it's kind of like they call it old hag syndrome because it feels like somebody and they just say an old hag is like sitting on your chest so you can't really breathe and you're kind of paralyzed on the spot so she used to get that a lot and then she would have a lot of nightmares and like this happened by the time like i know it's not really like a scary movie but it scared her that's the point um you know the chucky mm -hmm. oh my god it's like the original it's like when that came out so it's pretty it's a pretty old story but um basically in her dream she was being chased by chucky and one by one he was like killing everybody and then when he got to her um he bit her mm -hmm. and he would like kind of attach to her leg and then I, she woke up sometime after that i think like while he was still biting down and when she woke up, she had teeth marks on her leg, mm -hmm. like around, I think, the ankle, whichever it was, it was the area that he bit. She woke up with those same marks. Jesus Christ. And I don't think the ghost of Chucky is haunting her, but, like, there's definitely, there was definitely a lot of entities in that house, especially in that half of the house, and they were definitely messing with her. Bruh. Bruh. There's definitely a lot to, like, I want to say specifically what I think it is. I don't think it's just ghosts, but I also don't want to talk too much about it because, I don't know, it's kind of personal. And also, like, mm -hmm. Gems isn't here, but something mm -hmm. she used to say that her mom said it was, like, a superstition. Like, be careful what you say because the wind carries it. So, basically, like, nothing is private once it's out, of, once it's out into the world. Yeah, that's true. I'm be <laughs> Can we all just yeah. buy some sage and burn it? I will drive who who plays and like I will come whenever. Is Sage an essential service? <laughs> it is. It is at this moment. So do you want more stories from that house? I have like all types. I've got I've got people that have happened things that have happened to I don't think I want to talk about the things that happened to me, no offense. Um okay. but I've got things that happened to relatives, things that have happened to other people that I know and things that I just know have happened like in the area. Bro, I've heard some of the other stories from that house and they fucking freak me out more than anything else. The chair. Okay. So oh. I'll talk about um I guess cuz we're going on different things that ghosts can do. Um if you don't know one popular belief of one popular believed ghost ability, and I also believe it, and it's because of this story, is that they can take the forms of living humans. So not them, but like other people. But while they do so, they cannot speak. Okay. So like, uh. a ghost Bruce. could- Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> a ghost could be someone that you see down the street or whatever, but if you try to talk to them, they can't talk to you back. And you wouldn't know unless you like tried to touch them or something that they weren't actually there. Mm -hmm. And, like, okay, before I get into the personal story, I will say that, like, um, I've heard, like, in certain places in, like, New Orleans, uh, taxi cabs won't be active past, like, midnight or whatever because there had been so many ghosts getting in and then disappearing halfway to the destination. And obviously they don't pay because they're ghosts. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, the obviously the taxi driver doesn't know that they're picking up a ghost because they look like a person. Damn. Jeez. So, anyway. Oh so, my cousin was, I think, an adult by now. I think she just had a baby at this time. 
so she was up at odd hours to like get the milk and, and all that stuff for the baby, right? Mm-hmm. So her room is upstairs. I think at the time. Wait, I don't know if this is important or not. <laughs> well, let me gather this right for a second. Um. So basically, her mom had gone to sleep earlier before she went to bed, and she had gone to sleep already wearing pajamas, and she woke up at like midnight or whatever, like one a.m. to feed the baby. And she goes downstairs to get the milk ready and all that stuff. And she sees her mom in different pajamas watching TV. And mm-hmm. the weird thing was, like, all there was on the TV was the static. And she was just yeah. kind of staring at it. And she was like, Mom, what the fuck? <laughs> so she tried talking to her or whatever. And her mom looks back, stared at her, and then looked back at the TV. And she wouldn't really interact with her. And it's late or whatever. And she's got a, a baby to take care of. So she just goes upstairs and doesn't really say anything else about it. And the next day, her mom's wearing what she was originally wearing. And she's just like, why did you keep changing? Like, that's weird or whatever. Like, what was up with you yesterday? And her mom is so confused. She's like, what are you talking about? It never changed. And I was, I went to sleep at this time or whatever. And I didn't get up. So 100%, she wasn't talking. She didn't see her mom that night. That was one of the ghosts in that very haunted house. Who, I guess, just wanted to watch some TV static. Ghosts can choose how they appear. They can appear as someone else living, they can't speak. If they want to speak, they can appear as a living version of themselves or dead. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. a lot of them don't choose living. Another person in my life who I'm not the closest to at the moment, but I will say, okay, I'll just say one of, when another one of my relatives was born with the sight, like she could see ghosts. Flass. <laughs> And when she was young, it used to bother her a lot because she couldn't focus at school. Because every time she was at school, the ghosts would come. And she said, for some reason, a lot of them chose to come as corpses as they died to go and demand things from her. Because they knew that she could see them. And they wanted, like, um, I remember one, I think it was her cousin who died. But she never knew him. She was like six. And he had been buried with his parents. And he didn't want that. So as a, as a ghost in, like, corpse form, he'd come to the six-year-old during her class and demand that his grave be moved. And he would do that until it was. And it was just incident after incident like that, and it drove her crazy. So eventually, I think they washed her eyes out with holy water, and she hasn't seen a ghost since. But she does... I guess, she This is just speculation at this point for me, but she does have a st- slight scar on the white of her eye, and she's never said where it's from. She has a what? Like a slight, like a scar on the white of one of her eyes. And it's like a raise. I can't take it. Is it time for a break yet? It is time for a break. It is? Is it? Oh, thank God. I can't do another one back to back, bruh. (laughs) I'm a pussy ass bitch, all right? So when we come back. All I'm doing here is like commentary. (laughs) When we come back, I'll share the monster I'm most terrified of. Skinwalker. I don't want to know about the monster Chris is scared of. Oh, it's oh be and after we come back from the break, I want to ask him about um, a certain cryptid. We'll get back after the break. A certain what? Cryptid. Okay. It's a monster. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Okay, we'll see you after break, guys. Bye-bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Water. Has this ever happened to you? Help! My house is haunted, and I don't know what to do. Well, fear not, because here at Podcast by Default, we believe no one should be haunted. Well, mostly no one. We suggest you take some water to your local church and ask the priest to bless it for you. Then take the water back to your house or stand and start sprinkling it everywhere. Okay. Leave no room minimal. unsprinkled. Hold on. Where's Angela? She's right there. I'm here. Oh, is she? Oh, I thought she wanted to go pee. Hold up. Should I go see now? No, no this is a great poop. I'm gonna regret it later if I don't. Are you gonna regret it later? Yeah, I'm taking you guys with me. Oh, great. I've always wanted to see. You're not gonna see. <laughs> Can you leave your laptop? Chris is a This is gonna be I'm an recording. audio adventure. I'm recording. <laughs> 
worry. Oh, so we're just left to kind of guess? Okay. <laughs> Hello. Let's make the noise. And she's got a little constipation. This podcast smells <laughs> like water. This is what happens when water leaves you. You drink too much water. <laughs> Wait, are you? Oh, it's good. She's like almost done. Actually... She's like literally smiling. <laughs> it's relieved. Sorry, one more baby. Can you just bring me my phone and my phone charger? Oh my god, I hope my laptop doesn't die. I didn't Did bring you my not wipe? <gasps> she doesn't wipe. <gasps> Guys, we just got a live Are you recording? I'm not gonna show you me wiping. Oh my god. But you just ew, you didn't even wash your ew, why are we on with I don't hear you singing. Angela, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> that was not 40 seconds. That was not two happy birthdays, okay, Angela? Do it again. I feel so disgusting now. Wash me. Wash this laptop. Yeah, for some reason, I want to go wash my hands. Wash this podcast. <laughs> This is what happens when you tell scary stories after when the sun sets. That's not right. Back to filling my eyebrows in with my HP pen. Back to doing Sudoku. Back to scary stories. Alright. Are we back? Mm-hmm. Welcome no, back, we're everyone. not black. <laughs> we are every continent of Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, this the only thing. That's so raven. <laughs> it's the future I can see. Okay. So. So we're back. Time and do we about, have Chris? Time to talk about skinwalkers. <laughs> yeah, I'm just by the name alone, I don't think it's very promising. If pestilence itself wasn't enough to keep you from leaving your house, hopefully this will push you in the oh, right this direction. This will be enough, especially at night. Okay, so oh here are God. some fast <laughs> facts about skinwalkers. They're more uh, they're more uh, frequently seen as coyotes, wolves, foxes, eagles, owls, or crows. They can also steal the faces of different people and can appear as someone you know. If you accidentally lock eyes with a skinwalker, they can absorb themselves into your body and, and take control of your actions. Uh, rare skinwalkers also have the ability to enchant the powder of corpses and use the substance to poison dust on victims. The legend of skinwalkers originates from the Navajo, a southern North American tribe. So I have, a, I have a question, and are skinwalkers revenants? Like, are they, like, a vampire, ghost, zombies, or revenants, as in they were living, they died, and then they came back? No. Okay, I'm gonna so get, what I'm, I'm going to get to what they are. Okay. Um, so, when I, when I learned this fact, skinwalkers became less terrifying. I, I don't know why. So, a skinwalker is a person with the ability to transform into a different type of animal at will. So they're people who practice black magic, basically. Uh. Yeah. And that's really disappointing because, like, for me it's more terrifying that there there's a natural creature that's just born being able to do these things. Because it's harder to guess their nature that way. Mm. I can still hear... Humans are more familiar. Oh yeah. I keep muting myself to get rid of it, but it's still there. I think it's Kim. Yeah, I think it's Kim. It's one hundred percent. No, because I was starting to like freak out a little bit. I was like, "Is it? Is it happening?" What? Again? <laughs> what? what noise are you guys hearing? S uh, Just like every movement. 
sounded like breathing slash wind slash whispering almost. If you're paranoid, like me. <clears throat> it's gone. Yeah, and then it comes back. I don't know what it is. Do you still hear it? Not anymore. Nope. I don't think it's me because I didn't really do anything. New. That's weird. Okay, I'm gonna. I rebuke all evil in the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. Actually, mm. um, Michael's. Was it his prayer? Saint Michael the Archangel. Yeah, Saint Michael the Archangel. Can we see that? That's good protective for anyone who needs it and believes in Christianity. I'm gonna look it up right now. Or at least it's Are you gonna pray in the middle of the podcast? I'm praying in the middle of the podcast. You can edit it out if you want, but I am Catholic. Okay, can we do the prayer like when we're done? When we're uh, by the end of our podcast, we're all like, okay, fine. Yes. I'll say it in my head. Continue. No, I'm saying, but before we, okay, yeah. Okay, so now I'm gonna okay. get to a story about skinwalkers, and this is a pretty, like, it's one of my favorite skinwalker stories. Let's begin. Every summer, my family and I go to a camp in Delham, Maine. It's about a three-hour drive from my house. The camp itself is almost an hour from the nearest town. I've been going to this camp my entire life. My family owns it, and I have never had an incident like this happen before. I was watching TV in the middle of the night. Both my brothers and my parents have gone to bed. I heard a noise coming from the kitchen and realized that the dogs needed to go outside to do their business. So I took my brother's two pit bulls and my tiny dog outside, named Alfie, after turning on the porch light. I walked around to the front, to the front yard and let the dogs off the leash. It's so incredibly dark in the woods in Maine that the porch light really only illuminated the porch and nothing else. So I tried to keep an eye on them. I was momentarily distracted when I saw a loon. A wild bird on the lake. When I looked back, I saw that the pit bulls were looking at something in the woods. I couldn't see what it was, but I assumed that they seen a squirrel or a, or a raccoon. It was then that I realized I didn't see Alfie anywhere. She's an awfully small dog and she's completely black. I called for her a few times. Alfie? Alfie? And heard some soft whimpering right uh, where the dogs had been earlier. I took a couple of steps in that direction and called for her again. Alfie? Alfie? Worried that she may have gotten her paw stuck somewhere between rocks or gotten stuck in a snake hole. Suddenly I felt something moving behind me. I whipped around and looked down and it was Alfie. She'd been staying close to me the whole time, I just hadn't seen her. So naturally I was thinking, if Alfie is here, what the fuck is in the woods? I took another step forward and the pit bulls began to growl. They were slowly advancing and they were now on either side of me looking right into the blackness of the woods. I picked up Alfie and began to walk to back up, very slowly. I'm not sure what I thought was there, but there are lots of animals in Maine and I figured the dogs knew better than I did, since I couldn't see anything. Right as I turned around I heard the most absolutely bone chilling thing I've ever heard in my life. Alfie. Alfie. Coming from the direction of the woods. I heard something calling Alfie's name. It sounded almost like it was trying to mimic, to mimic me. But it was just all wrong. The voice sounded really distorted and almost seemed to wail. I freaked the fuck out and ran inside with my dogs. I have no idea what was out there in the woods. <laughs> Did that freak you guys out? <laughs> the way you're like reading the voice it. Actually. Yes. <laughs> The fuck was that whisper? Oh my god. He was like... <laughs> like, oh, like a horrible echo. I don't know. The way he was... The way he was reading it was like... Once upon a time, the world was black. <laughs> I love it. Creepy pasta readings. Yes. You know what? Yeah. The worst things about some of these stories is that it could literally happen to anyone. Woo, and speaking of stories that are more closer to home now, um, during the break, I asked Kim if she would m wouldn't mind telling us stories 
about corpses who swell and corpses who frown. And okay, said, yes. so very graciously. Yes. <laughs> so, um, let me just get something out real quick here. Talk amongst yourselves while I just make sure if I if there's an actual name for it. Um. So, what do you guys think about the voice, the distorted voice? Alfie, I yeah. like. That was weird, but at the same time cute, and at the same time I wanted to like run and uh, <laughs> stage my house. I was ready to hang up. <laughs> I saw everyone just look up from their phones and just get freaked out. I'm doing Sudoku, man. I'm just trying to get my peace. They're trying to cope with. because they're scared. <laughs> I would be scared if it was like 11 a.m. It's like. Which was when we were supposed to. <laughs> but uh, so she had to play just... Cinderella and then we were just everyone. And I had tutorial. It's everyone. We dug our own graves here. Speaking of graves, came. Hit us with them corpses. <laughs> so, this is an oh. actual. I believe this is an actual thing. Hey, close your eyes. Oh, close your ears. Cover your ears. Kimberly has a younger sister sitting right next to her. So, alright. So, this is something that I've heard of. I can't confirm that it's true. I've never seen it with my eyes, but I've heard about it. So, it's either going to be... If it's real, then it's a scary story from real life. If it's a myth, it's a scary story from a fucking myth. So, take it as you will. But I've heard of these stories where, I guess, dead bodies... Because remember, you know, we're spirits. We're human beings. We have beef with people. We have animosities. I'm not going to shit it like whatever. Oh, God. Against people. And a lot of these types of things will, you know, they travel with you, especially if you have unresolved conflicts. And, of course, unfortunately, when people die, not everybody gets to resolve these conflicts in their life. Now, I'm not going to... There's a couple of stories. So one story was basically, I don't know if you ever heard of exploding corpses. Yeah, I've heard, yeah, of heard of it in like a science. Yes. Is it like Exploding. when you put a dynamite in the corpse and you blow it up? No. no. Then I've never like they, it natu they naturally can explode. Yeah. Apparently. So, exploding corpses, basically the ideal um, is more like something happens they start frowning they look more their face starts visibly looking more more and more upset not like from happy to sad more like it's gradual and then they're st they start looking like they're inflating almost and then something has to be resolved and then everything goes back to normal now i've heard these stories from my grandma and from my mother and i'm gonna give one story that's definitely not that 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 personal to me because i don't know this person but years ago um i guess somebody probably like one of my mom's in-laws had a family member who passed away. So my mom and her family obviously went to the funeral because it's, even if they weren't mourning, because it's not their, their like family member, it is their family member's family member. So, of course, out of respect, you go and you pay your respects to people. So they went. And unfortunately, the woman was a very young woman. And she had a husband who used to beat her and abused her and just be, like, absolutely horrible to her. And on top of that... He had a mistress. He had a woman. He was a cheater. He was an abuser. And, of course, she, the, 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 the wife, I want, let's call her, I don't want to call, let's call her A. A was dead, obviously. And I guess A had some sort of sickness. She was always a very sickly person. And she had a sickness. She unfortunately passed away. And her abusive husband was now widowed. But, again, her abusive husband was no, wasn't was good for nothing piece of shit because he never helped. He expected her to do everything. And he had a mistress and he cheated on her. He abused her and all that stuff. Anyway, unfortunately, her um, A's husband still had to be at the funeral because, again, his wife passed away. But who did he bring? His little bitch. He brought the he brought the woman. Jackass. Right? He brought the woman he was cheating on A with to A's funeral. Now, she always hated him and all that kind of stuff for it. But he, something about it is that when he walked in with that woman... People, of course, people made like our family members who were sitting near the casket. Now, remember, guys, guy, this is guy. When I'm talking about this happened in Guyana. This isn't something that happened like in Canada. This wasn't like you know your regular funeral service when you're at a church or a funeral parlor and the caskets in front. Everybody sits mannerly. Sometimes you have to bring the casket to the house. You have to let people sit around it. It's very different. 
or sometimes it's not that different depending on it but when it's at the house it's definitely a different setting than obviously a funeral parlor so it was at the house and people were sitting around and people started noticing her face was looking more like not peaceful it was looking more like stressed tense pissed off mourn angry and she started frowning and then they noticed her stomach area started getting bigger bigger her clothes started getting tighter and tighter and it looked like she was inflating now many people know of this thing called exploding bodies um all this types of stuff so because of that they started noticing like oh she's something's tense why is she so tense why is her body like on the low blowing up and some people obviously again her family know they know her husband's a low life they saw him and they saw him with his mistress and they started screaming him get out get out get out and he was like fine y'all don't want me here to screw you like i'm not doing anything to her that i'm not the reason why anyway he takes his his mistress out and they leave they probably go outside as soon as they left the premises she started calming the body started deflating her face started going back to its peaceful state and like you don't share that you've told me other stories too but like just basically the same stuff like they'll start deflating and start going back to once the problematic entity is out of the room yep like like, even though i'm dead this is my funeral it's gonna be my way you know pretty much i i do know of another story it's um to me and my family so i'm kind of like a part of me wants hell it but a part of me doesn't you could save it for like another one another Mm -hmm. episode Okay, I, I'll give a little gist of it, and if I ever feel like I ever want to go deep into the story again, because I definitely, I feel like this is something I can always touch, even with, like, another topic, if we talk about, like, weird family things. But, um, one, the same thing happened to my uncle. You know, my uncle passed away in 2006, I think. It was about 14 years ago. So my uncle passed away 14 years ago. And, um, um, I just remember seeing the funeral video. So, like, again, they just have videos for everything now. And the body was at the house. Now, I wasn't at the funeral. I was too young. Well, I wasn't too young. But I think I was just more, like, I never met my uncle. So, my other cousins were in and out because they knew him. I never knew him. So, I just stayed at my neighbor's house. Or at the neighbor's house in Guyana. And the same kind of thing happened. And, like... I'll tell you how I remember it. I don't want to go too into the story about why he would have been distressed, but it definitely is a very justified reason. Um, but it ha- it's a lot deeper. It's basically almost like a lost family member that I have yet to find in my life. But um, aside from that, he basically, someone showed up to his funeral and there was a lot of tension. There was something that that person could have brought or somebody that person could have brought that would have avoided him getting into that distressed state. And obviously they didn't. He started getting stressed. And I just remember watching this funeral video with my whole family. And when I was watching it with the family, I noticed at one point his face looked not like he was smiling, but it was more peaceful state. And his mouth was like slightly tilted upwards, like a, a slight smile, but it's almost like very just resting. And then at one point in the video, the cameraman put the face, the, the, the camera close to the face. And he started, like, frowning. And I just have this flashback of remembering my uncle, like, asking my uncle, why is he frowning here? Was he sad? And my uncle looked at me. He was like, um, kind of. And he just never explained it because I was six, right? Six turning seven. And when my mom told me about this whole thing with my uncle, she explained a deeper story to me. It made a lot of sense that they they kind of got on camera when he was in a slightly distressed state but because so much crying and so much thing and he was also you know there's a lot of police officers there because he was a police officer all of these things coming into play you really couldn't hear them telling a certain person to get the fuck out right mm-hmm. so because of yeah so be, so because of all of that he was in that state too and his he was also inflating too I, the the story is really deep and i really don't know if i have any like right to be telling it not that i'm like scared to tell it or i'm like uncomfortable telling it i i don't mind it it's just i don't know if like my mom were to find out i told the story i don't know if she would be like too too crazy about it but that is kind of some way that it's relative but yeah who knows maybe one day we'll talk about like weird family history or family members or something and then i'll go into it some more but like for now that's kind of like the gist of it same thing happened to him and I didn't really see it from my own eyes because I wasn't at the funeral. I didn't see my uncle. I never saw him in person. That was probably my only chance to ever see him in person. Never have. Um, I was too scared to go walk. Like, the one time I'm going to see him in my life is because he's dead. Like, no. <laughs> so, yeah. If I dream him tonight, I'll be pissed. I've never seen him in my life. 
only through pictures. But yeah. The spirit is a complex thing. <laughs> it for is. Sure. Oh, they definitely are. There are a lot of like. The thing is, that's what, that's what I was explaining earlier, a lot of tensions and stuff like that. At least that's not my knowledge of it. So again, if you are listening to this and you might know more about this or you might that's bullshit or maybe because I heard that this was the reason why, feel free to put that in the comments. Don't be rude, obviously. But like, again, we want to like hear from you because, again, not everything we say here is like 100% accurate or we know. Like, yeah, we did our research. Yes, some of these are from personal experience, but like... You never know, there's more information. Like, the more you know, you're learning something new every day, right? So, like, yeah. That was intense stories, Kim. Um, like you said, the spirit is complex and our connections to it are really something beyond understanding. But I do think that kids are more sensitive to it. Like, I've had a lot of stories, like, from myself or other family members who have seen stuff, especially as children. It's just like, I could go into it on another day, because it could kind of take a while to explain, but it is a little beyond rationality. One thing I will say is I used to be really sensitive to I didn't know what at the time, and you would think that if you have good intuition, which I've been told I have, not to brag, but like, like I have a good feeling of when something's good or or malevolent or whatever, but when I was little, I, I had something that, was com- that I, I guess misinterpreted completely because... There'd be times I'd be just like, I'm like maybe 10, maybe a little younger. And I would just be living my life and then everything would kind of go cold. And to me, I think even the color filter that I saw would change. Like it would be normal and then it would have like, when everything went cold, everything seemed to also be kind of like more steely, like more blues or grays. At least that's what popped out to me. And I would not, it wouldn't be like, I wasn't paralyzed. It wasn't like old hag syndrome. But I definitely was a bit frozen, like, because it's a stark contrast to how I just was. And taking me out of, like, it's almost like taking you out of reality and you're aware of something else, but you don't know what. And I always felt uneasy because of it. So I always felt like something was there, too. And I hated that. And it used to bother me. And then I came running to my mom one day asking, because we have a psychic that we're really close with. And... I even have stories from there. Maybe I might tell them about, like, all the different things that she's told us that have come true. I've seen her talk to animals. Like, she's amazing. But she's also kind of, like, she's kind of like an all-purpose psychic. She's a lot of stuff. And I wasn't allowed to meet her because kids kind of interfere with her signals, like her wavelengths. So when she's trying to read somebody, it's hard. Because kids have such massive spiritual energies. But I did ask my mom to ask about that because I was, like, so confused and terrified. And when I told, when I asked my mom after, like, oh, what did she say? Did you tell her? And she was like, yeah. Um, she said that you shouldn't be scared. She said those are angels and that you have a few around you. And when you sent, when like all those things happen, you're just sensing them there. And I felt so guilty because I was like, I was like, demons. <laughs> it's the opposite. <laughs> and it's weird because I don't know when I stopped being able to sense them, but like, it also begs the question, like, so are they always there or were they just, like, popping in and out every now and then and that's where I felt it? Or, like, was my radar just funky as shit, you know? Seeing pictures of how angels are actually supposed to look like, they're they're crazy looking. They're pretty terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like a thousand eyes, six wings oh kind of thing. God. Mm-hmm. A thousand eyes, five arms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thirty legs. They're scary looking, so maybe if you did sense it, you you sense an overwhelming presence. I remember it was cold, but I didn't feel cold physically for too long, just like initially. And then like the sensation of cold would stay there, even if I wasn't cold, if that makes sense. And that's what put me off more because I always figured if it was something like heavenly, it'd be warm, but I was cold. I have no additions. I'm just here for the ride. (laughs) I'm spooked. Spooked, 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 spooked. That last one kind of made me feel better. Yeah, because it's 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 scary if you don't know the context. Mm-hmm. Mr. Bubbles, it's the angel. Who's Mr. Bubbles? Oh, that's a Bioshock reference. <laughs> Something we, we can talk about, and again on another day that we won't talk about today, is like post-Age of Reason and the Victorian spiritualist movement. Because everything that went on there is so fascinating. Like Phantasmagoria, the rise of gothic genre, um... One thing that they used to do was 
line up to see this house that had something supposedly called a scratching fanny and i don't think it was just one house but i think one house got really famous for it where it was supposedly a ghost that would communicate through scratches and knocks you would ask it a question and it would knock or it would scratch a certain amount of times and you could talk to it and i'm pretty sure that house was a hoax but there have been other known ghosts to do things like that and try to either warn communicate or just exist in both realms, through scratches and taps and knocks and bumps and things like that. Something similar happened to me. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna try to segue you there. It's an amazing segue. Okay, so um, before the <laughs> quarantine, just me and Gems, uh, we went to uh, the ROM, a pretty famous museum in the middle of uh, downtown Toronto. And there we went to see a Bloodsuckers exhibit. <laughs> highlight of like my entire year <laughs> it is after that we, even if we, we did get some inaccurate vampire exhibit there were some things that were wrong in the cure museum how do you know but anyway anyway go on <laughs> <laughs> and yeah well since so that night that same night it was a tuesday night uh i remember i was chilling out in my family room couch which is right beside the front door and it's like it's the middle of midnight there aren't supposed to be any, there's, there isn't supposed to be anyone like walking around knocking on doors, but I heard two knocks on doors, on the main door, and complete silence after that. And I, I know some people will say it's like, it's a house settling because it is cold outside since it was winter. Uh, but I know what, uh, what noises house settling sounds like, and this was completely different. This was a clear knocking on the door. So I paid no mind to it. I went to my room, scared as shit, and tried to ignore it. The next day, it was like 11 a.m., and I was in my room, and in the second floor, right near my sister's room, I heard footsteps, right? So I'm like, who the hell entered my house? Who gave you permission to enter my house? Leave. <laughs> Bruh. So yeah, um, and, and, and it wasn't just like normal footsteps of uh two legs walking it was sort of like four legs like you know when you hear a dog running on the carpet it was literally that and it was only for a split second and i i tried to pay no mind to it but i was talking to my mom the other day and she mentioned how she also heard footsteps and so did my sister kind of crazy right <laughs> What the fuck? And you're still in that house right now? Yes, we're still in the house. We haven't heard any footsteps because a few days ago I I was eating grapes and I didn't finish it. So I just left it on the table because they're grapes. Nothing's, nothing's going to happen to them. And on, online I read that uh, two knocks sometimes mean that the ghost wants something. And it's usually food, money, or just something like that. So it's best to leave it out and the ghost will leave you alone and since that day we haven't heard anything so i think he followed you from somewhere she or whoever It'd probably and was from like, the rom yeah probably and it was just like they they were talking about going to eat <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted a midnight snack <laughs> yeah is that is that time or is there i think that's time yeah that's time okay i have nothing to say except more yeah. next time i see i have so many stories my gosh oh there are so many stories there are some latin american stories that i do want to share because um yeah, i know people I that know people that the story happened to them i know people I am people. Just, <laughs> I don't know if I'm comfortable sharing those yet. Maybe we'll see next time. Maybe. I'll think about it. Hopefully we didn't disturb you too much. Sweet dreams. <laughs> we'll sleep at night. If not, you can watch the... Uh, what's it called? Damn it. The name of the poem just escaped my mind. The what? The Emperor's New Groove. An amazing film. Oh. It'll take your mind off of scary things. 
stay inside, folks, but don't be afraid if you're not the only one beside you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, Thanks for I, that, really. <laughs> okay. okay I, won't, I won't go into it, but I do believe majority of people have ghosts following around them. It's just a fact. Ghosts are everywhere. They'll pick up on you, like, for short, long periods of time for whichever reason. Doesn't mean all of them are bad. Stop poking me with your light, Kim. <laughs> Where's my remote? Anywho, okay. this has been Podcast by Default, bringing you campfire stories in the middle of the night. I'm Chris. And now, I'm Kim. I'm Angela. <laughs> Is Julia I think the... Julia's she asleep or is she like she's one hundred percent Julia was here. Julia. <laughs> she is passed out and I'm possessed, so let's <laughs> <laughs> We will see you in the next episode. And remember <laughs> the night is dark and full of terrors. And you're alone. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Bye.